Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Know Mechanics podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 80. We're going to be going over the week that was from May 17th to May 23rd. Today is May 24th, and we are here with episode number 80. We are going to be bringing you everything that happened in the previous week in professional wrestling, which overall wasn't a bad week. No, not really much to complain about as far as... uh actual wrestling yeah i mean i mean raw is raw raw is gonna give us quality to stellar matches with a bit of a downside of these stories the stories are not i mean something's interesting ha- happening in the, in the main card and the women's tag division seems to be getting quite interesting with this whole alexa bliss thing yeah but aside from that, it's it's stuff we've seen before, Sheamus and Ricochet, um, and, I mean, RK-Bro. Well, you got McIntyre coming out once again with Lashley. Yeah. RK-Bro is kind of fresh, but um, it's not just necessarily the same like storylines. It's just the same wrestlers. And yeah. they all put on great matches, don't get me wrong, but it, it's the same wrestlers week in and week out. Yeah, we need fresh faces. Yeah, and there's plenty of people. What to you know? Utilize. You know what would really help? A shakeup, not a draft, but a shakeup, where we take some guys from Raw and put them on SmackDown. Some guys from SmackDown and put them on Raw. Who would you move, dude? Seriously, I would take McIntyre off of Raw, put him on SmackDown. Absolutely not. A hundred percent. Absolutely not. You want to kill Raw? Do you really want to kill Raw? Drew, so you say you're saying what you're saying is Drew McIntyre is Raw. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley are Monday Night Raw, man. They really are. You got nothing else going on. When was the when was the last time we had anything of significance with the tag team titles? That's a valid point. Okay. And the US title right now is not even being defended. No, it is. He's doing his open challenge. But you have to beat him to then get to a chance. To then get the title a, a chance at a title opportunity. And so far, I mean, what's nice is that we have seen a couple of guys in that kind of turmoil thing that have come out and had matches. Angel Garza. Um, Ricochet. No, not Angel Garza. I'm sorry. Humberto Carrillo. Humberto Carrillo. Ricochet. Ricochet. And now we'll see who's next because obviously he's done with Ricochet after again beating him this past week. I don't think so. I think they're having another match this week. <clears throat> See, I, that's that's the thing. It's we have the same matches for three weeks to a month, with slight tweaks in the matches and the story. The matches are different because the order of moves are different, but the outcomes are almost the same. Yeah, with minor tweaks here, so it's not the exact same finish you see. It just it just gets tiring. I mean, we are gonna highlight an injury, and with this person being out. Maybe that puts somebody else on TV for a little bit. I hope so because he's kind of I'm not saying the person that's injured is a crutch and has ever been a crutch. He's been a staple in the WWE, and we're talking about the Miz. He's been a staple in the WWE since Tough Enough. Yeah. And was it even Tough Enough? No, it or was, was Tough it Enough. Was the Superstar Search no, that he was part it, of? Tough Enough. Okay, it was Tough Enough. So he's been a staple. In the WWE since then, one of the best Intercontinental Champions of recent date. I'd even put him in the, in a class 
of all time. I'd put him in the top five. No, that's too high. He'd be in top ten. He'd be in the top ten all time Intercontinental Champions if you really think about it. His importance to that title, um, the rivalries that he's had with that belt, the amount of times he has held that belt. I would put him in the top ten. I mean, yeah. it'd be, if you're going to ask me to sit here and rattle off ten people, I'm going to have a hard time with it. But I I could tell you he'd belong in that top ten mm-hmm. if I were to go sit down and look through everybody who's ever held the Intercontinental t- Championship. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I might be incorrect in saying this, but this is the first time where Miz has been sidelined with an injury. I think for any significant length, yes. I think he may have missed a couple of weeks here or there with with little things. Yeah, but, but he's never had a, a shelving injury. Correct. He's never had anything prolonged like what we're dealing with, which is a torn ACL. Yeah. He is now slated as a Royal Rumble return. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get that crowd reaction at the Royal Rumble when his music hits. Awesome. Yeah. He'll get the he'll get the reaction. I could honestly if if they build a situation where they need someone like the Miz, I could see him as a 30 as a number 30 return. I could see Daniel Bryan's music hitting at 29 and then his music hitting, Miz at, hitting 30, at 30 and then building a rivalry and a possible match at, at Mania. The, at Mania. With neither of them being winners or champions or anything like that. Yeah, just but to, just it'd be a great way to almost, a grudge match. Yeah, correct. <laughs> to give us that grudge match mm-hmm. crescendo that we kind of got but didn't really where we get. get where we get a Miz eliminating Daniel Bryan. Miz is the heel. Daniel Bryan's the face, and that's what builds the rivalry. Yeah, so, rebuilds the rivalry. Re- yes, yeah. because they have one of the most well-known rivalries of recent date. Well, yeah, because it was so real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On the Talking Smack segment, it was so real. Um, but yeah, if we look at the real highlights of what did come out of this Monday Night Raw, it's the fact that Kofi Kingston all of a sudden got vaulted right back into the main title picture with two clean victories over two superstars. One superstar in particular who Jim Ross did nothing but give high praise to saying he is putting on his best work of his entire career, and that's, that's Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Exactly. And we've been saying that. We've no, been yeah. saying Randy Orton's probably the best work of his career is cur- the current Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I, He's done everything. He's went through kind of like every phase of Randy Orton with this whole new thing with RK Bro. Yeah. Is- he's, in a, he's in a comedy tag team. I wouldn't even call it a comedy tag team, but it's, it's a not traditional tag team. It's thrown together. Yeah. Well... I didn't. I didn't want to go that route. But it is. It is because of an injury. Because Randy Orton's wrestling injured. We, yeah. It, that came out weeks ago when him and um, Riddle had their one-on-one match, and then that kind of just stemmed from this. <laughs> and it's worked out really nicely because when I was seeing a little bit of a different side of, um, of Riddle. Yeah. You know him. This shoving, kind of aggressive. Yeah. Because he has a match against with, Woods this week. Yes. Well, we know he's aggressive. I mean, just look at his matches with Sheamus. We know he's he's, he's stiff. stiff. I wouldn't call him aggressive because he doesn't have he doesn't have uh, malice towards people. But now we're starting to see a little bit of this aggression and anger almost okay. coming out on him. All right, I get what you're saying. Yeah. He's he's a stiff worker and he's a tough fighter. But I wouldn't call him aggressive until just now. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I just figure as soon as that bell hits, he's aggressive. Like he he Festus. Hit- 
Oh, come He's on. got that Festus No, attitude. he doesn't. We're not doing that. We're not bringing out that stupid storyline from back... What, Festus and Jimmy Wang Yang? That was so so culturally insensitive. Was it Jimmy Wang Yang in that, or was that... um? It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. it was It was just culturally insensitive. But, yeah, I mean, Kingston getting vaulted right back into the main title yeah, picture. Yeah, and pinning Lashley. He did pin Lashley at the end of the night. Be it an assist goes to McIntyre. Of course, because McIntyre's still got to find his way around but, that title picture. But now Kingston has a real say in saying, I never got my WWE title rematch from when I lost it to Lashley. Or to not Lesnar. To Lesnar. He wants his title opportunity, and he's pinned the champion. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he's got a real um, argument, and I think that's something we see at, not in, but at Hell in a Cell. Ooh, I don't know. You don't see Kingston versus Lashley as one of the as the title match at Hell in a Cell. Why do we need to defend the title at every pay per view? Because the. Be- <laughs> mm. Like, why can't we do, like, a number one contenders match at, Rus- at, at Hell in a Cell? Because, I'm sorry, there's no real grudge thing going on with that title. But outside, there's still outside, three to four weeks to build to it. I know, but outside of the same grudge that we've been seeing, there hasn't been any real grudges like that could build to a Hell in a Cell like match. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's happening in Hell in a Cell. It's happening at Hell in a Cell. Okay. Still, I don't think they need to defend the title. I, I'd say do a number one contender match. Almost do what Roman Reigns did. Which Where is it's have his elimination guys, chamber. Have his guys fight in an elimination chamber. And then he just comes down. So it's a Hell in a Cell match between like three or four guys. Not even a Hell in a Cell match. Have it just be a number one contenders match. Just have it be like three or four guys in a number one contenders match. Because obviously there's people who can argue that they should be the number one contender. You still got Strowman. You still got McIntyre. You obviously got Kingston. Find a fourth head. Find a fourth guy. Sheamus? No. Sheamus has got the United States Championship. Not every title needs to be defended at at so pay-per-view. You, so you want to see Sheamus wearing two titles? Because I would. That'd be cool. It'd be he- I'd be so down with that. But the question is now, if Lashley beat Sheamus, does he get his U.S. championship? No, because it's not for the U.S. title. Okay, alright. That's like when uh, God, was it when Kevin Owens faced off against John Cena when John Cena was U.S. champ, and then Kevin Owens beat him and then came back and beat him for the U.S. title? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly okay. after? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, And also, um, Paige versus AJ Lee. When Paige debuted on Raw after Mania... And beat AJ Lee for the Divas title while still NXT Women's Champion. Okay, yeah. it was just for AJ Lee's title. It wasn't for yeah, pages. but that was that was a that was an open call. That's why. Yes, that was open call out. That's yes. why. But that would be an earn. Regardless, yes. we're getting way off topic. But yeah, huge for Kingston to win both those matches clean. Mm-hmm. I say clean in quotes because there was a distraction finish in the Lashley match. It was a roll-up finish due to a distraction. Well, both matches were roll-up finishes. Yes, but one was a roll... Well, was the other one due to distraction? Well, yeah. I mean... It was Xavier because Woods of Woods. Outside. Yeah, okay. Doing his little bugle horn thing. Well, a win's a win. Exactly. And he's got two over... Massive stars right now. Exactly. Um, The other big thing, like we were talking about, was the women's tag division. Yes. Alexa um had the women's tag champs, Natalia and Tamina, on uh, Alexa's playground. And essentially, long and the short of it is that Alexis says that we're 
looking at those. We're interested in those. We want those. Now, we meaning who? It's Alexa and Lily, but who is Lily? Is it just going to be Alexa, but Alexa good and Alexa evil, where she flips in the middle of the match? Is that going to be? Is it? Is she a double personality? Well, because you got to remember, persona? at the Royal Rumble when she was eliminated, she was just in the process of transforming mm-hmm. into the other Alexa when yeah. she got eliminated. So, is this one of those things where the transformation happens a little faster within the within the um, confines within, of a tag match? Exactly. So that this way, she almost becomes untouchable. She's impervious to pain and stuff like that. Yeah, the I other, could, where where kind of like how the fiend no sells. Yes. The other option is there's a physical representation of Lily, and a potential which we've been speculating for a few weeks now is Nikki Cross. Yeah, or I mean the returning Zelina Vega is another option as well. Yeah, um, that'd be an interesting dynamic. But I like I said last week, I'd rather see her on NXT with Legato. That's what I would rather yes, see. I completely agree I think, with that. I think that would be Stella for her. Uh, moving on to a couple of notes from AEW this week. Actually, we need to do uh, NXT first because I forgot they're not on the same nights anymore. No, NXT is a Tuesday night. NXT. Um, one thing I'm going to mention um, in the NXT recap is we had an- another group of releases, um, mainly NXT talent. Yeah, but that happened last year as well. They had the big main Re- roster releases release, and, then and then they, they had, had the, the NXT, NXT ones because that's when um to my shock when they released um um Conti Tainara Conti yes, yes I remember who's, that who's, who's been stellar like I said I, I mentioned again a couple of weeks back she's been stellar on um AEW mm-hmm. whether she's doing the dark stuff or she's actually on AEW Dynamite she's been very good yeah but Again, following suit from last year, this year we have an additional list of releases. Yeah, but and you'll go gonna, over them. Yeah, we're gonna start with um, the fact that Alexander Wolf has found himself kicked out of Imperium, which followed the day following with his release from the WWE. Now he asked for it. He, his contract was coming up. I didn't know that. Yeah, his contract was coming up. He had come out and said something on um because people were questioning what happened, but his contract was coming up and versus waiting the a couple of extra weeks to get released from his con like his contract to actually finish. He just asked for his release. Asked for his release. So WWE granted it. Yeah, and um so they also had to write into storyline that he was kicked out of Imperium. Yep. He was attacked by Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. Um during their segment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is him out of the WWE. Best luck in his future endeavors. Yep. As well as to, I'd say, the majority of these. Well, I'd say all because Velveteen Dream. I asked for it when they did the first set of releases. He should have been gone then. Last year? No. Uh, this past? Yeah. In uh, On April. Yeah. On April 15th. Yeah. He should have been gone then. Yeah. Um, I have my... Personal beliefs. Personal beliefs, yeah. But um, forget how talented he is in a the ring. There's just way too much negativity circulating around that gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, for WWE, who's already having a hard time with many of their critics over their booking decisions to continue to have someone like that 
on their payroll. On their, t- on their, ta- uh, on their uh, talent roster. Correct. Um, so, um, you know, best of luck to him. I've already seen the, the fan-made posters of him in AEW and stuff yeah. like that. And the fact that it's it's Patrick Clark, dream over, Patrick Clark is here or whatever. Yeah. Best of luck to him, wherever he finds himself. Yep. Um, hopefully, if he's got stuff going on in his personal life, whatever, deal with it, get it figure it out. Best of luck to you. Because yep, no no ill wishes on him. No, because it was the same thing with, um, oh, God, who's the big guy who got released? Lost Sullivan. Yes. Same thing with him mm-hmm. from last year. Yep. Way too much stuff outside the ring. They tried one more time to give him a push. It didn't really take off. He mm-hmm. had more troubles, and that was it. I think it was the same thing with Dream. Dream stepped away for a little bit, then he had that little thing with Kushida. Mm-hmm. Obviously more troubles. See ya. Yep. Um, a couple more um, releases. We also had Jessamine Duke. That one shocked me. That one shocked the hell out of me because I thought that Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke were, were due for a potential future push in the uh women uh, NXT women's tag team division. Yeah, because I, there's that division is very slim. It is slim, but the 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 problem is is you had Roddy Strong hand in his papers a couple yes, of weeks back with Shafir. With Shafir, which means that Shafir is moving on with Roddy Strong. Yes. That left Jessamine Duke in this very odd like Middle ground. Yeah, she was just stagnating. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you follow or any of our listeners follow Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. on social media, but she always does these videos of like the actual holds that she does on YouTube yeah. and stuff like that. And who's her partner in crime? Jessamine Duke. It's Jessamine Duke. They have a very good relationship from their time in- MMA. Um, Yeah, correct. In MMA. So um, this this did throw me off a little bit. Uh, I don't- I don't know what Which, the future holds. There, There is some good light out of this. Even though she has been released from WWE as a performer, as a professional wrestler, she will continue her work on Up, Up, Down, Down. Because she's been one of the key players in Up, Up, Down, Down. Yes. With uh, Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler, and... Uh, God, Dakota Kai. Yes, they're they're like this big four. It's the four. It's the four women. Four they're like a team. Video games. Yeah, she is going to continue her work there with Up Up Down Down because it is a it's a WWE owned thing, but it's a separate entity all on its own. Um, we also had uh, Vanessa Bourne, Skylar Story, Urza Judge, Kavita Devi. So Kavita Devi is big because she's like the first female talent from India. She was the only. Female signed talent. talent from India as a as a female. So that's big, um, just because of that was like groundbreaking and stuff like yeah. that. But clearly, there's a again we don't know what happens at the performance center. Exactly. So, um, they may have just picked up on the fact that she just couldn't handle it. Who knows? She may come back and as NXT India talent. Who mm-hmm. knows? There's, yeah. there's different things. So, and then there were also a couple of referees released: Jake Clemens and Drake Younger. Um, I've heard, I believe it was Drake Younger that I'm thinking of, that he had some beef out in the back, um, where he was, uh, quite rough with talents, um, verbally, uh, attacking them for missing spots and stuff like that. So I heard he had some heat in the back. Um, I believe it was Drake Younger. Don't quote me on this. Um, it was just something I read. So again, best of luck to all of these folks on their, um, future endeavors, but moving on. To a massive, I'll, a, I'll almost say a colossal title win. I'm so upset by this, but 
he's so deserving. He is so deserving. Bronson Reed is our new North American champion after defeating um, John Gargano in a steel cage match on this past Tuesday's NXT in the main event. Massive, massive kudos to him. I am a huge Thick Boy fan. He's he's really good, and for a Thick Boy man, he he does a lot of stuff that people half his size don't do. Yeah, like that that um sunset power bomb that um Gargano hit on him. Yeah, like that springboard. Some backflip. guys half his size won't won't take that. No, spot. nope, nope. But Reed says, you know what? I'll do it. Yep. And then his his top rope tsunami. Yes. I like how this match actually worked out the way that these cage matches are supposed to work out, which is the good guy is in there and it's separating him from the crew of the bad guy. Yeah. And it allows the good guy to get the victory. Like the bad guy because couldn't Theory escape. wasn't able to get involved. Correct. So, um this is a most certainly Triple H guy right here. Oh. Now the question is, is without a doubt, Damian Priest was a Triple H guy. He didn't hold the title for long because McMahon got his teeth into Priest mm-hmm. and wanted him up on Rasta. See, I see Priest as, I see Priest as a McMahon guy more than I see Reed as a McMahon guy, but both of them as mainly Triple H guys because Reed has, Reed has very earthquake look to me. No, you know who Reed reminds me of? Bam Bam Bigelow. I was going to say Bam Bam as well. He reminds me of Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow was a big boy who did moonsaults, who who did top rope moves. Reed's bigger than Bam Bam Bigelow, mm-hmm. but he reminds me of Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, I agree with that. And he reminds me of Keith Lee, obviously. Oh, yes. So, But Keith Lee is on a, in a world of his own. Yeah. Um, moving on to all elite wrestling, um, we have, it's, it's been in the works for a few weeks, but I think it's more like confirmed now that this is like a thing is that John Moxley and Eddie Kingston are now a tag team. Um, and they're going after the Bucks. Uh, they stole the Bucks, uh, ones yeah. at the end of the show, Yep. which hell yeah. I love it. I don't know. I'm not a sneakerhead, so I don't get it. I'm not so much a sneakerhead either, but I find it funny because you wouldn't expect John Moxley to have any interest in stealing ones, but Eddie Kingston has this like um, street kid, street uh, gang thug. kind of thug. Um, we, were talk- we were talking last week about um, the passing of uh, New Jack. New Jack. Thug. Very egg, Eddie Kingston, yeah. Eddie Kingston's got the same same um, gimmick, kind of. Yeah, and I see a potential um, title match at Double or Nothing in a couple of weeks between Eddie Kingston and Moxley versus Young Bucks, Bucks for the tag titles. Um, do the ta- uh, do the Bucks drop the delts? No. Who knows? I I'd almost like to see a turn in that match. Moxley turns on Kingston, or Kingston turns on Mo- one or the other. Uh, you know I, mean? I mean, they were feuding, and then they. All of a sudden, it was just like this. So yeah. we'll see. I I just don't want to see. I, I well, don't want to see AEW, who's supposed to be. 
this great wrestling organization who is so ahead of the curve, who doesn't follow in the footsteps of the WWE, go and put the tag team titles on a thrown together tag team. Because, oh my God, that would be the most brilliant idea because AEW came up with it. <gasps> but who is our tag team champions in on Raw right now? AJ Styles and Amos. Oh, but WWE did it. It's garbage. Yeah. It's no, garbage. Amos is great. AJ is great. No. Um, I'm just saying, if if and and I was gonna come back to you with why would they have a tag team that were feuding that became best buddies for one to turn on them because if AEW did it, oh, it's great storytelling. But WWE, when they have RK Bro sitting right there, and that's the inevitable end of RK Bro. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be trash. Yeah. They're burying Matt Riddle. Yeah. No. <laughs> it- storytelling is storytelling. And, and the same thing has been done over and over and over and over and over again for the last 50 plus years in professional wrestling. It's what happens. Exactly. It how's Go this? back to Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. I was just about to say that. There you go. The superpowers collide. And, they, and it took them a full year to do that. Yeah. Okay. In WWE and AEW, it'll take two months. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Because everybody this now nowadays wants instant gratification. Exactly. Moving on, um, we have another confirmed match for Double or Nothing. We are getting the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. Once again. In Stadium Stampede. It's going to be a fun match. They're, oh, they're, yeah. The, these guys getting together is always going to be a good match. That's the way I look at it. Um, Which, now, is it the, is it only three of the members of Inner Circle? Because Sant- uh, Ortiz is in prison, and Jericho's uh, hurt. Jericho has a broken arm, or a no, torn something, rather. Now, which is it? Three on three. Which three members are Pinnacle? I don't know. I I almost I almost would like to just see it be a handicap. Five on three. I'd like to see it five on three. And then Inner Circle wins. I, I mean, that'd be good booking. Yeah, I can agree with that. That'd be good booking. Unless Inner Circle can can employ some help from somewhere else, just be like, um, we need help, but they have to go. No to- one's gonna help them. That's the thing. They think no one's going to help them. And then just random people that don't like the pinnacle are just going to get involved in the match here and there. I don't know. Nobody would want Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara (laughs) tag team up against somebody. Oh, my God. That's fancy. Sammy Guevara who almost legitimately killed killed Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, yes. Okay. No, it's it's a debuting uh, um, Willow that comes out. And joins Broken Matt Hardy and just wrecks everybody. Yeah. Uh, No. Moving on to one note that I wanted to mention from Impact. We do have new tag team champions, VBD, Violent by Design, Rhino, and Joe Doring, cashed in their Call Your Shot opportunity. Um, I don't remember when they won that, but uh, Call Your Shot's basically Money in the Bank, but it's for a tag team. Um, you can choose when you cash in your match. So they ended up beating, uh, God, who were the tag teams champions at that time? Oh my God! It wasn't I'm... the Good Brothers, was it? No. Um, I will pull it up right now. Give me one second here. Um, it was against. Oh my god, I don't remember who they faced off against. Why am I blanking on their names? 
because hold on I will get it I will get it I will get it I will nope that's not the right team um I apologize Fin juice Fin juice uh David Finley and Juice Robinson okay that's who they faced off and Kenston beat that's right I couldn't remember for the life of me who they beat the uh <clears throat> match for but yeah, new tag team champions, um, VBD. They give me very sanity vibes. They're the sanity or even um, OVE, Ohio versus everybody. Okay. Which was um, <clears throat> God, I can't even remember who was in that. That was only like three, four years ago. No, it does. It does remind me a little bit of sanity, though. You, yeah. you are right about that. <clears throat> um, it's de- it's definitely a big departure from Rhino from his WWE days where. Uh, he his, was just happy-go-lucky with Heath Slater. Yeah, the Heath Slater stuff. Um, I mean, when Rhino first entered, he wasn't that way. No, he was uh, in ECW, He was right? in ECW, yeah. He was in ECW for a long time. His gore is the greatest spear ever. Ever. Yeah. I mean, go back and look at some of the spears he hit, or gores, as they call it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's nice to see him with some um, some gold. Yeah, it's his second, uh, second reign as tag team champion in Impact. He um, held the belts once before. So now he need so now it's a question of whether or not they're gonna put them up against the TNA tag team champions. Yeah. Because that would be very interesting, a great way to unify another another set of titles. I I believe they only have one set of titles in in fact. Because Finjuice won them off Good Brothers. There's only one tag team title. Oh, okay. So Impact <clears throat> and TNA only share the yeah. one tag team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean the X Division Championship came from TNA. And there's the Knocked Outs Tag Team Champion and the yep. Impact Tag Team Champions. But the X Division was a TNA belt that came over, but they still had the TNA title and the Impact World title. So that's it was how kind they, of yep. like the big gold belt and the WWE title when that was a thing, when they combined those two, yep. when it was Cena versus Orton. Yep. Moving on to SmackDown, I'm going to just let you roll with this here. Your boy. Your boy has debuted. He is He has SmackDown. Debooged. Official Rick Boogs B O O G S. This needs to now be a weekly thing with him coming out and playing Shinsuke Nakamura down the ramp. Firstly, Boogs has all the energy in the world. Okay, (laughs) I have not said it once, I've probably said it a million times. Just go to his Instagram and just watch him lifting weights. Okay. Yeah. The guy's incredible. But the amount of energy he pulled out of Pat McAfee. Oh my God. It was incredible. Was just great. He was air guitaring on Michael Cole. Yes. Yes. This was just great. I mean, Rick Boogs, Rick Bughagen, Van Hagen, as he is on Instagram, is a great sports entertainer. Mm hmm. Okay. Now, a lot of people, you included, were hoping that this didn't go down the Elias route. Okay. To me, Elias is suffering right now because there is no crowd. Yes. He's solely based on crowd interaction. Exactly. Rick Boogs doesn't need a crowd. No. The guy pictures the crowd himself. Exactly. When he is doing his heavyweight sessions, lifting weights and playing, you know, Man of War or 
any Infant other annihilator. Me- yes. Whatever he is playing when he's playing his guitar and he's squatting 500 plus pounds while playing a guitar tells you all you need to know. He is playing to himself. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's watching him is just absorbing Enjoying that energy. Enjoying the energy. Okay. Yeah. So he probably kills like five Red Bulls and takes two hits of smelling salts before he walks out the apron. Dude, his energy levels are so high. And you want to know something else? Is there was a report last week or a couple of weeks ago that Nakamura just felt lost in the E. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't know what his... Dude, you want to get his energy back? This is the guy to pair yeah. him with, okay? Yeah. First of all, you just walking down to the ring, it seemed like he had a different energy this past yeah. week, okay? He was more into it. Yes. And back when... We got the King of the Ring champion in Corbin. Mm-hmm. We both had said the best thing you can do with this guy is throw him in feud after feud after feud and just let him lose the feuds. And guess what? We've now come full circle where he now has lost his crown and he is now playing that King character almost the best he's played it the whole time. Yeah. Talking about $40,000 watches, driving around in a Ferrari. Again, another guy, if you follow his Instagram, you see these are the things that he does. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he also, speaking of his Instagram, he called out George Kittle. I don't know if anybody that listens to this show is also a football fan. Um, you should be because we also do doinked every now and again. We haven't done it in a while. We'll get, get back, back to, to it. it. Mark us on that. We'll get back to it. Um, George Kittle put out a commercial with Kingsford where he called himself the king of the smoke ring. Yeah. And it was like a whole wrestling thing. Yep. He called him out saying he is the actual king of the smoke ring. He really is. Have you ever... Oh, my God. What he cooks, his smoking, his grilling, it's... Corbin's unbelievable. Mouth-watering. Yes, yes. Unbelievable. Um, But back on topic, because this topic's all about Rick Boogs, okay? This is something that will just elevate with live crowds. Oh, yeah. Okay. People will pay to see Rick Boogs because that's how good he is as a sports entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to see him get in the ring and do actual wrestling moves because so far from what we've seen with his character work is Night Panther, mm-hmm. which was great. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this Rick Boogs stuff right now, which has only been a one-week thing. But I want to see a little bit more with him. I'm just excited because my, my spirit animal is SmackDown official. Yes. I'm not... Nothing else could put a bigger smile on my face other than, um, I don't know, a, a, a massive return that we also had on SmackDown. Man, talk about a great night on SmackDown. I know, right? <laughs> we had we had good stuff with uh, the Tribal Chief, with Cesaro calling him out saying he wants another title match. Yep. And then getting taken out by Seth Rollins. Yep, that's because, continuing um, to build that blood Because feud. Rollins was, in, was mad because Cesaro's drip was better than his drip this past week. Which, it's 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 tough to say, but I mean I would rock Rollins drip all the there's time. There's a drip off. There's definitely a drip off right now between yep. the two of them. Um, we had some good stuff with Bianca Belair again with uh, Bailey, which was yeah. still really good. Um, and then this fatal to close out the match. show, a fatal four way between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Big E, and Apollo Crews champion. We had two great rivalries coexisting in this and then the match ended no I wouldn't say exactly how it should have but I'm not against it because it's bringing in this 
individual who we have been excited for him to return, and he's returning in a perfect spot. Yeah, he's coming into the right title picture for him. My thing is, before we get to his return, that suplex that Zayn hit on oh, Kevin my Owens. my God, the Snapdragon. The Snapdragon suplex he hit was devastating. Superb, dude. Super. Like, he protected him perfectly, too. Yeah, you did. saw his where his hand was sitting. Yes. Protecting him perfectly. Yes. And that was a Snapdragon that you'd see Kenny Omega do. Yeah. It was that fast. Yep. It wasn't like a lot of these suplexes they do where they hold them up for a split second so they can tuck their head or whatever. No, it was just This was bang. instantaneous. So the match started the way it wanted, which is just Kevin Owens going right after Sami Zayn, and that rivalry just spilled all around the Thunderdome. Like, it didn't really ever really stay in the ring. No, they fought outside the ring. Most of the time. Uh, e and Alistair, uh, not Alistair, E and uh, well, Apollo, well... We'll get to Alistair, but... E and Apollo fought inside the ring. Yeah. Um, But one thing that we had discussed before coming on air is what, why was E's reaction to just freeze in place with Alistair? It, he didn't because freeze. He, Cause he, he didn't hit the, he hit the big ending. He had, the, he had the, thing, the, yeah, the win. The thing is he, he gets didn't, pulled out of the ring. He didn't freeze. He got mad. He started to fume. He started to get really mad, which it, is it something, is it something about Alistair's presence that brings anger to other people? I don't get it. I hope on SmackDown this week they continue to build on that, on something with Alistair that explains why whomever he finds himself in the ring with, they get angry or something, there are mood changes or something. Well, I mean, Alistair's been very consistent with his storytelling because he's got a he's got a different colored eye <coughs> in right now. Yeah, because when he lost his eye to Seth, well, when his eye got injured, rather, to Seth yep. during that whole thing... The, well, the eye for an eye stuff. That wasn't a bad stuff, though. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Which, tangent real quick. Um, remember Extreme Rules Horror Show where it was the orange or the green and purple okay. coloring for Extreme Rules? Okay. This year's Extreme Rules, they showed the logo for it. It's the same coloring, and it's happening in October. So I think they're going to use Extreme Rules as kind of like a Halloween-ish kind of okay. show. All right. Which I'll be fine with. Also would I. Which I think I could be wrong. Might fall on Halloween. Halloween, I think, is a is, Sunday. Is a Sunday this year. Yeah, I only know that because I'm running a marathon. So, so we're probably getting an Extreme Rules on Halloween. Which should be fine. It'd be yeah. a great way for me to spend my Halloween. Right. Run my marathon. Do some candy with the kids. Watch, watch Extreme, Extreme Rules. Rules. There you go. Be a happy guy right there. But speaking of happy guys, that does wrap up today's episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. Of course, if we did miss anything and you guys want to hear us talk about it, definitely hit us up on our social medias at DJ Ald or at Dare Laufen Doink 508 or, or at Double Doink Network on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you guys did like what you hear and want to share and subscribe with your friends, we are available on all social, uh, all streaming platforms, rather, um, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean as well as any other ones you can find us on. But this has been a Double Doink Number production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.